She's Tori. And he's Nick. And this is I Want to Rewatch. An X-Files adjacent podcast. Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Episode 3. A clue for Scooby-Doo. In this episode, the gang's beach party is interrupted by a ghost in a glowing deep-sea diving suit. And they think it might be connected to the recent disappearances of several yachts. The mystery leads the gang to a bay known as the Graveyard of Ships, where they find the ghostly diver again beneath the waves. Its original air date was Saturday, September 27th, 1969. And we have our standard opening sequence, Scooby-Doo song, cut scenes from the episodes. And then we get the episode title card, which is Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? A clue for Scooby-Doo. This one, we're back to a static episode card. Mm -hmm. And it just has an image of the ghostly diver all covered in seaweed. Spooky. (laughs) So we open the episode and it's a full moon. We pan down to the ocean and then across to the beach. And we see a sign that reads Rocky Point Beach. But beside that sign is a trail of glowing footprints along the sand that leads into the surf. Then a tide surge comes in, and when it recedes, it has washed away the footprints. But then we pan back into the ocean, and there's a glowing ghostly diver covered in a tangle of seaweed, and he's striding into the sea until it disappears under the surface. So, back on the beach, we get some headlights, and they illuminate the sign for Rocky Point Beach again. And it's the gang, and they're in the mystery machine. And Fred announces their arrival. We're here at Rocky Point Beach. And Daphne's like, it's a groovy spot for a beach party. And Shaggy's like, I can already taste those chocolate-covered hot dogs. (laughs) Velma is grossed out by this. Yeah, so am I, by the way. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's like, blech. And she says his stomach must be made of scrap iron. And then Shaggy replies that it's not his fault. His first toy was a garbage disposal, which brings up some parenting issues for Shaggy. But So Shaggy has a campfire, and there's three hot dogs on a spit. And then Fred and Daphne are dancing to some groovy music. And then Shaggy's complaining because Scooby is supposed to be helping him. But Daphne says Scooby went surfing. And we see Scooby on a surfboard, and he's cruising across the water, standing on the board. And then he's, like, on his stomach, and he's paddling back out to sea to ride another wave. But as he paddles... He hits something with his paw under the water, which is honestly scary as crap. Yeah. I'm afraid of the ocean to begin with. And then the ghostly diver rises up from below. So Scoob like spins around and he paddles back to shore like as fast as possible. And the deep sea specter starts moaning and follows him. And then meanwhile on the beach, Shaggy has finished preparing the food and is like, oh, come and get it. And then he boom, he's tackled by Scooby who like has made it back <laughs> onto the beach. So Yeah. And Velma's not pictured in this scene when they're at the beach. So I assume she's like on a beach towel reading a book, probably because they don't really show her like Daphne. Maybe. Well, she shows up. She shows up pretty soon. She does. But like Daphne and Fred are like dancing. It's, you know, Shaggy's cooking. We don't really know what she's doing. So I assume she's just like reading somewhere on a towel, which is what I would be doing on the beach, which is why I assume that. But we don't know. She's just waiting for Shaggy to finish some hot dogs. Yeah. Come on. Get those before he puts the chocolate on them. (laughs) Maybe skip the chocolate on mine. So Fred asks what's going on and Scooby, who's still on top of Shaggy, and he has like one paw over his eyes and he kind of points back behind him to the ocean. And the ghostly diver is still approaching the beach and Shaggy runs 
and he smacks into this beach umbrella which closes around him and then he kind of hops inside the umbrella across the sand and like gets behind some craggy rocks and the rest of the gang follow him so behind the rock outcropping velma tells shaggy to get out of that umbrella and he's like nope but then he like pops his head through and then he's like did you guys see what i saw and fred says they did but that's why they need to go back out there and find out what it is and daphne peeks around the rock and the ghostly diver is gone but there is some bubbling in the water and like a faint glow and then they disappear and then Daphne does an impression of Velma and says there's something spooky going on. And Fred agrees, but wonders what it is. Yeah, there's obviously an error because it's Daphne that we see, but it's Velma's voice that comes through saying like, there's something spooky going on. Yeah, so, <laughs> there are some questionable my... animation in this episode, which I know happens. Yeah, there's a, yeah there's, there's a couple of different ones. Yeah, there's there's at least one more that's like, oh, oh. Yeah. It happened in the most recent like Sailor Moon Crystal and it happened in She-Ra a couple times where you're just like, the animation is not really good in this one. I don't know what they did, but they just were rushing it or something. <laughs> yeah, they had, the, they had the B team on. So, yeah, a couple. It was, couple it was vacation time at the animation studio so yeah so then they're at a malt shop the next day and (laughs) i I can i have have, so here's the thing so my notes say fred channels nick's mother-in-law and reads everyone a story from the newspaper because my mother-in-law who i love she's fantastic but she has this thing where she like will just read everybody's stories from the newspaper (laughs) out loud at the table so yeah so fred does that in this scene yes it's yeah which is nice i don't know it's kind of fun you got something to talk about right like it's nice yeah um so one of the stories he reads is another boat mysteriously vanishes sheriff and coast guard are baffled by the mysterious disappearances and then velma joins in and continues beach hermit ebenezer shark claims it was the ghost of captain cutler who stole it and Shaggy and Scooby are obviously not happy about the idea of ghosts. And Daphne wonders if that's what they saw last night. Fred doesn't know, but he bets that beach hermit does. And Velma declares they should pay him a visit tonight. Yep. And then we go to commercial. Yep. Yep. And I'm not sure why they need to wait till tonight to go visit the beach hermit who believes in ghosts. But okay. You know, I was thinking about that. You do. It's like in the X-Files, we're like, we need to get there right away. And then it's like a totally different time. You're like, what did, What were you doing on the way? Like, yeah. Let's wait. Let's make sure we have to go investigate this when we can't see shit. Yeah. And we need to have like flashlights and stuff. In the dark yeah. when it's even spookier <laughs> instead of just doing it now in the mid-afternoon when the sun is up. I don't get it. Yeah. So... <laughs> I guess I didn't specify in the first scene. It was foggy as fuck in the first scene. Like the ocean is like super foggy. And it's another foggy night and we are at the docks and then we're up on the coast and there's a huge wooden ship that is not in the water. It's actually propped up like on these big wooden like planks. And it's basically like a giant ship being used as an RV. Anyway, and the mystery machine is parked next to it. And inside that ship, I guess you would call that dry dock, I guess. Yeah, it's dry dock. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Inside the ship, the gang is listening to Ebenezer Shark, who kind of talks like a pirate, and he's wearing like a blue navy peacoat, and he's got like a burgundy scarf and watch cap, so he accessorizes pretty nicely. And he's like, oh, I... And then he says, he's seen the glowing ghostly form moving through the fog just before the votes vanish. And Fred asks him why he thinks it's the ghost of Captain Cutler, and Shark tells him it's because it was on a foggy night just like this one. That one of them fancy yachts from the marina collided with Captain Cutler's ship and sent him down to the graveyard of ships. 
And then Shark also says that before he went down, Captain Cutler swore that he would return. And from outside, as Shark is speaking, we see there's a shadow like looming over one of the ship's porthole windows. So someone is outside listening mm -hmm. to what they're talking about. Yeah. So then Fred is like, so by making the yachts disappear from the marina, Captain Cutler is getting his revenge. And Shark is like, I... And then meanwhile, Scooby has gotten distracted and like sniffing around and he falls through a hatch on the deck and he lands below deck in front of this closet that opens up to reveal a diving suit. And then the diving suit attacks him, but it falls out of the closet mm -hmm. and onto him. So back in the cabin, the gang hears all the commotion and they run to the deck hatch and they look down and Shaggy's like, oh my God, it's the ghost. But it's actually just Scooby. He's like under the suit and he's like, all like fighting with it but it's just a normal, not glowing, deep-sea diving suit. And Ebenezer Shark is like, hey, it seems your pooch found the old diving suit. And then he tells them that if they want to know more about Captain Cutler's ghost, they should go see his widow up at the old lighthouse. Yep. <laughs> so outside, Velma says she thinks there's something fishy about Ebenezer Shark. And Shaggy agrees and then says that he looks more like a barracuda. Fred decides they should split up. He and Daphne will stick around and keep an eye on Ebenezer Shark while Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma go to the lighthouse to see Widow Cutler. I honestly thought they had gotten rid of the laugh track in this episode because when Shaggy says the thing about Ebenezer Shark looking like a barracuda, there's no laughter. But then later there is laughter. So apparently they decided that wasn't funny. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. It's kind of spotty. It's almost like they're not really committing to yeah. the laugh track. They're like, mm. Yeah. Oh, and I I do need to make a correction. I had I had said previously that they got rid of the last track later in the series. Actually, I don't think they do. But what happened was when this was in syndication in the eighties, they dropped the last okay. track. Okay. So like if you watched it as a kid, like probably when I watched it in the eighties, I obviously wasn't watching it in sixty nine because I wasn't mm -hmm. born yet. But like if you watched it in syndication, like in the eighties, you didn't hear the laugh track. And so, and then they reinstated it, like, for the DVD release. So, that's probably why. Yeah, that probably is. Because I don't remember there being a laugh track, and I definitely watched it in, like, the 80s as a kid, so. Yeah. So, there's an old lighthouse, and it actually, it's, like, a lighthouse, and it's, like, attached to this, like, other house. So, it's got, like, you know, it's, like, the the lighthouse stock that you would see, and then there's, mm -hmm. like, a house attached to it. And Miss Cutler is probably the operator because she lives there. Mm -hmm. And there's this, the house is like really creepy looking. Like it looks like it's kind of dilapidated. It looks like your standard haunted house almost. Yeah. And the lighthouse is actually functioning. It's yeah. like got a light, which is the, the key thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's still working. So Velma's like, we should knock on the door. And she wants Scooby to do it. But he pretends that his paw is broken because <laughs> he doesn't want to do it and of course Velma's like you're such a ham so she ends up you know opening the door and then she walks in first and is like come on guys and they go inside actually Shaggy opens the door and that's why oh he's... does he yeah because Shaggy opens because she's like oh he opens the door and she walks inside because yeah, he's like ladies yeah. first yeah and then they walk inside the shack and Shaggy noticed that it's furnished in early Halloween and there are like cobwebs and different like implements around and there's like beakers and a big cauldron and sea memorabilia so it's you know creepy old house and Velma's like well it's obvious Widow Cutler is a practitioner of witchcraft which you know 
Yeah. I would have guessed way. maybe she's a scientist because there's lots of science stuff like test tubes and beakers and tubing, but okay, witchcraft. Apothecary, yeah. maybe. Alchemist. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and then Shaggy finds a jar and it's labeled Ear of Newt, and Scooby finds one that's like canned hyena laughs. And when he opens it, hyena laughs come out. So, like, you can hear hyenas laughing. And so he kind of plays with that for a minute, mm-hmm. opening and closing it. And Velma finds a book titled Witchcraft Made Easy. I guess that kind of nails it on it. Yeah. Yeah. And so as they're looking at it, a hand appears on Shaggy's shoulder. And Shaggy's like, oh, do I know anyone with like long skinny fingers? And then, of course, we see that it's Mrs. Cutler. And she's like, good evening. And so Velma's like, Miss Cutler, I presume. And she's like, I, I was tending to the light and I didn't hear you. And so Velma says they're there to talk about Captain Cutler. They think they saw his ghost. And Miss Cutler is like, oh, you definitely did, because I brought him back from his watery grave with my witchcraft. And then she points to a portrait of her husband on the wall, and he's like wearing his captain's hat, and he has a big curtain beard, I guess you would call it. Yeah, it's, it's technically called a chin curtain, but it's like the Amish. Okay. I mean, like we think of it like an Amish beard, but it's technically called a chin curtain, which sounds derogatory, but that's what it's called. I don't know. Yeah. Just no mustache. Yeah. And so then she stirs something in her pot and she's like, if I'd known he'd take his revenge, I would have left him under the sea. And then she cackles and she finishes stirring. So Scooby grabs a spoon and he samples the boiling liquid and he's like, oh, yum. Like he really likes it. And then she's like, pardon me for doing my laundry. And you can see her pull some fabric out of the pot. And so Scooby's like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) And Velma's like, okay, we have to go. And they thank her for her help. And Cutler's like, anytime, dearie, anytime. And then she cackles. She's a witch. Yeah. I have to say, she's very polite to them, considering they're basically in her house going through all her shit. Like, you know, they just like walk in, yeah. start looking around her stuff, and she's like, Hi, kids. Yeah, because at first they're like, Scooby, with? Scooby, knock on the door. And then when he doesn't knock on the door, Shaggy just opens the door and they just go in and they start looking through all her stuff. And it's like, hmm. Yeah. And like, she's very forthcoming <laughs> about being a witch who raised oh, yeah. her dead husband, which we'll learn why later. But I thought, like, Wow, she's really not even trying to pretend otherwise. Cool. No, yeah, no, she's into she's it. Open. She's like, Hey, I'm, I'm out and I'm proud. So. <laughs> Yep. Witch pride. <laughs> yeah. So outside, Shaggy is glad to be out of that scary pad. But Velma says their next step is to find the ghost. And Shaggy gulps and points to the coast and says, it looks like the ghost has found them. And there's this large clump of like glowing seaweed moving across the sand. And then it goes into a culvert pipe. And so they get down to the pipe and Shaggy's like, oh, too bad. It got away. I guess we have to leave. And he's all do do And I was like, hey, hey, hang on. She's like, Scooby can go in that pipe after it. Scooby's like, whoa, no, I don't want to go in there. Why me? And she's like, you're the only one who can fit. And then so Scooby suddenly appears and he's got like this giant coat on. And it's like, it makes him look gigantic. It's all puffed up and he looks like super big. And he's like, I'm too fat. And Velma's like, question's like, what do you mean too fat? And then as she says that, the buttons on the coat pop off and there's like a bunch of pillows come flying out. So Scooby had like a coat full of pillows to make himself yeah. look fat. I don't know where he found a bunch of nice looking pillows on the beach, but I guess he, uh, he went back up to widow, <laughs> you know, cutlers and, and just stole her yeah. pillows. Stole her, stole her, and they already <laughs> gone through all her stuff. You're like, Oh, I think these pillows and probably like her coat. And yeah. So yeah, that works. So <laughs> sure. Scooby continues to protest, but Velma offers him a Scooby snack, 
which at first Scooby refuses, but then he gives in a temptation and accepts. And I have to say, Velma's Scooby snacks look remarkably different than Fred's Scooby snacks. For one, they are bigger. Or they might not be bigger, but it looks like I had talked about how, like, for me, like, Scooby snacks are like peanut butter cookie dough. Before you smash it, you roll it into a ball. Before you put it, you smash it. Velma's are actually flat like a cookie and bigger. Yes. So it may just be like a smashed ball. But anyway, he gives it up for one. He'd gotten up to three, but this one he gives up for one. I was going to so, say, Velma's a better negotiator because she doesn't even do that. Would you do it for two? She just gets him to agree. Yeah, no, she one, just like, so. it's one. And he's like, no, no. And then he kind of like, after a while, he's like, mm okay i'll take it yeah yeah exactly so you gotta wait him out and he'll give in so there you go <laughs> so scooby runs into the pipe and then he comes out and he's like tugging at this glowing seaweed and eventually he tugs it out far enough and we see that there's a mouse on the other end he's like pulling the seaweed and the mouse finally gives up and lets go which makes scooby like whoa you know fly because he's like all the force of pulling on it and the mouse like like basically curses at him and mouse and then you know so, having regrouped with Fred and Daphne, the gang stands behind the mystery machine at the docks, and Velma uses a book titled Biology to identify the glowing seaweed as Phosphorum pyphoria, which is a phosphorus glowing seaweed that's found only in the graveyard of ships. Ooh. And Daphne's like, that's where Captain Cutler's ship went down. And Fred decides that's where they'll find the ghost and the answer to the mystery. Velma asks about Ebenezer Shark, and Fred says he doesn't know, but Shark did go down to the marina about an hour ago. Yeah, apparently Fred and Daphne were too busy to actually, like, follow him, even though that was what they were supposedly there to do. Like, they were staying with the van to, like, keep an eye on Ebenezer Shark. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They're slacking. <laughs> sure. You guys were watching Ebenezer Shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see what you're suggesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They were a little too busy to keep an eye on Ebony and Shark. <laughs> yeah. So the gang is back aboard Fred's sport boat from the last episode. And this time they're all wearing wetsuits and scuba gear, including Scooby. And instead of masks and breathing apparatuses, their suits have like the full helmets with clear face plates. And they have a tube running in for oxygen. So connected to the oxygen tank. And Fred, Daphne, Velma, and Shaggy are all in orange suits. And they have like their bare hands out. And then Scooby's like a green suit, which I guess is, you said dino mutt colors. I don't know what dino mutt is, but. Oh, well, yeah. Like, like the, the humans are like in Velma colored outfits, like they're orange and red, because like the like red belt and red fins and all orange suits. But then Scooby is kind of like in, yeah, dino mutt, blue falcon and dino mutt. He wears like a green suit. And so Scooby's okay. suit like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And Scooby doesn't get the fins that the people have on their feet. So no, he just gets bare paws. Yeah. yeah but everyone has oxygen tanks and like shoulder straps so yeah they'll all be able to breathe <laughs> that's good it's important yeah. underwater yeah it is one of those vital things that humans need is oxygen so after a while in fred's sport boat they see the graveyard of ships and it looks kind of like what you would expect. Although like there's a lot of like half sunk ships Mm -hmm. in the graveyard of ships, which is like, okay, but you know, whatever. So after a little side gag about there's all like a message in a bottle thing, blah, 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 blah. Daphne spots a yacht from the Marina cruising across the water, but no one is on board. And Fred somehow 
notices that the engine isn't running. Like, I guess he can hear it over their own engine or whatever. I guess it's quiet, yeah. So he yeah. can just tell. But Shaggy's like, then how is it moving? And Velma's like, ghost power. And Shaggy's <laughs> like, I was afraid you were going to say that. So they follow it in this rocky cove, but then it like just vanishes. It disappears, even though the cove is like a dead end. It's like a, a cul-de-sac cove. There's no other entry or exit. And so it's another mystery. And Fred says the only answer to that mystery is onward and downward to the graveyard of ships. And then it's commercial. Yep. Yeah. So after some shenanigans getting Scooby into the water, the gang swims down to the bottom and there's like these completely sunken ships down there. So I don't know how the other ones are like hanging out near the surface because obviously it's pretty. Yeah, deep, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, so under the water, it is all spooky with all the sunken ships and the shipwrecks. And so it does look like a ghost hangout. Mm-hmm. And Fred decides they should split up. But in a change of pace, he's going to have Shaggy and Scooby go one direction while Fred, Daphne and Velma stay together and go the other direction. Yeah, because previously Velma has always been with Shaggy and Scooby and Fred and Daphne have been by themselves conveniently. So, (laughs) yeah. So through a porthole, Daphne spies what might be the ghost. So the three of them enter the ship and they discover the remains of someone down there. It's like this wetsuit seated at the table, but it's a really old wetsuit. So Fred says it's probably been down there for at least 100 years. And while they're inside this dining room of the ship, the real ghost closes the door And then they're stuck in there and he runs away along the length of the ship and he's making a pretty unghostly sound as he's clomping away. Yeah. He's like, also like Fred is like, it's been down there for like at least a hundred years. And one, it's a freaking dead body. Like you can see like the hands, the hands are bare. It's like a skeletonized body. It's a gross. There's like a dead body. They're just like, Oh, look, a dead body. But then also, it's actually like a metal ship with like a metal hatch and everything. I don't think those were around 100 years ago. I could be wrong, but um, <laughs> yeah. I well, think they had Fred's those back in really the Civil War at... period. But uh, yeah, okay. Fred's not good at dating wetsuits, <laughs> wetsuit designs. But yeah, the fact that there's actually a dead body, that's gross. Ugh. It's pretty creepy. Yeah. Although there are a lot of bodies in the ocean. That's, I don't know. I hate the ocean. Anyway, <laughs> Shaggy and Scooby apparently haven't gone far, though, because from around a corner, they hear the clomping of the running ghosts. So Scooby pulls the hose from the top of his helmet and then he like sticks it in his suit and it blows himself up like a balloon. And then Shaggy has a found a harpoon, apparently, and pokes Scooby with a harpoon. And then Scooby launches forward and he knocks down the ghost, but then he keeps going and he gets stuck on a ship's like steering wheel kind of thing, like an old timey like wooden steering wheel. And then like he springs back and so he goes past the ghost and past Shaggy and he crashes through the hole of a wooden ship and he lands in this room full of scuba tanks, some of which are glowing. Yeah. Which, I don't know, about poking a hole in your suit when you're underwater. I don't think that's really safe. Oh, but yeah. (laughs) Also, I don't know if you've ever watched Community, but they have like this fake clip show episode. And there's just one clip where it's like the whole gang standing in front of a raft. And Troy is like, well, I definitely saw in cartoons that when you pop the back of the raft, it makes it go faster. (laughs) 
Well, what's funny is Shaggy pokes Scoopy in the front, but then Scoopy still shoots forward. Yeah, I mean, it's not... And it's also, with science. the hose from your helmet that's giving you oxygen, like, why wouldn't that just blow him up like a balloon all the way? Because I'm assuming the helmet is connected to his scuba suit. But Yeah, I mean, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's cartoons, right? I it, mean, is a, still. it is an actual cartoon. Yeah. So Shaggy's, like, looking for Scooby. He's like, Scooby! And then he's about to open this door, and then the door flies open because Scooby comes out of it and smacks him with the door. And then he tells Shaggy that he found a clue but then they're interrupted by the ghost who has recovered and begins pursuit. And then aboard a galleon, Shaggy finds a loaded cannon that still has a fuse in it. So he tries to light some matches to fire the cannon at the <laughs> ghost. But then he remembers that matches don't strike underwater. He also yeah, like, I was doesn't, like, what are you doing? Yeah, he also doesn't like strike them on the side of the strike bar. He like uses, he's just like hitting them on the top of the box. So they're not going to like that weight. And no matter what, Shaggy, just saying. So, <laughs> but then the ghost pops up over the side of the sunken ship. And Shaggy and Scooby, like, quote-unquote, like, run. Because they're under the water. I don't know if you can really run underwater. They, like, just, like, swim away super fast. So. Yeah. And then it's in the commercial. Yep. Yeah. So then Scooby and Shaggy are disguised as mastheads on two ships. So they're trying to, like, hide from the ghost. And Shaggy tells Scooby not to move. But we see that the uh, ghost guy is actually on that ship kind of above where Scooby is. And a fish comes near Scooby and starts harassing him. And he's like, go away, kind of. And then, of course, he gets too loud and the ghost discovers him. So they flee and they crash through a door, which inadvertently rescues Fred, Daphne and Velma. And they're like, we didn't know how we were going to get out of here. Like, I hope you were trying something. because Yeah, because otherwise you're going to die because you're going to run out of air eventually. (laughs) Right. And Scooby's like, I found a clue. And so they all return to the room full of scuba tanks. Yeah. And Velma says, things are starting to add up. And now they just need to find the ghost again. Fortunately, the ghost is still leaving glowing footprints everywhere. So they follow the footprints, but the footprints end at this rocky wall. And Fred's like, if my sense of direction is correct, this is actually the rocky cove where the yacht disappeared. So not knowing what to do next, Shaggy decides to rest and he sits on this like rock that's kind of like grown out of this hole. And as he sits on it, it sinks down. And as it sinks down, it opens up a section of the rocky wall where the footprints ended. And Fred's like, Shaggy, you're a genius. And Velma congratulates him for being the only person who would sit on the rock that opens the secret passage. And he says he knew the rock looked pretty suspicious. He also has blonde hair in this one. This is what I mean about the animation. Yeah, he has blonde, yeah, he has yeah. blonde hair in this scene. And also kind of questionable. Like, it's one of those animation things like in especially like an old animation because they use a lot of static stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then like this rock, you can tell that it's like in the front animation and then it's supposed to move at some point. So it is really suspicious looking. So it's kind of yeah. You can kind of tell that something's going to happen from that rock just by looking at the right. animation. Yeah. So they enter that hidden passage and they find themselves in a huge cavern and at this point there's like an airlock or something because they're out of the water so they're like there's like surface again so i don't know if they're like up to sea level again or if this cavern has like an air bubble and makes a surface or whatever but anyway so inside are lots and lots of yachts and fred notices they're all in various stages of being repainted and daphne spots the one they were chasing and they discover that it's tied to a mini sub and so Velma's like, all oh, the clues are adding up and wraps up this mystery. And 
Shaggy's like, well, if we can wrap up the ghost, which doesn't seem like something Shaggy would say, but okay. And then Fred's like, not wrap him up, suds him up. So Fred has a plan that obviously involves soap. So the plan involves a ramped entryway, a fire hose with a spray canister that has a bar of soap in it that's attached to the hose, and then a net attached to a rope and a pulley. So what's supposed to happen is the ghost is going to come through the entryway onto the ramp, and they'll open the fire hose, and they'll spray him with the soapy water, and he'll be all slippery. So he'll slide down the ramp into the net, and then Shaggy and Scooby will pull up the net, and the ghost will be trapped. That's a plan. Yeah. It's actually much less involved than the last trap, so probably nothing's going to go wrong this time. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. It, seems, it seems legit. Yeah. So then Fred's like, all right, activate Operation Noisemaker. And so they're like ringing bells and tooting horns and whistles and running the sirens on all the various ships. And apparently it works because the ghost appears in the entryway at the top of the ramp. And so Velma opens the valves of the fire hose. But Fred and Daphne just like give up. They like just like, oh, the hose and like <laughs> let go of it for some reason. And so the hose starts flailing around and then somehow Shaggy grabs hold of it. But then Shaggy's like flailing around with the hose and he suds up Scooby, who then falls overboard into a small motorboat which somehow like Scooby falls in the boat and then like the engine starts and it going around like, Oh no, Scooby can't see where he's going. And then the motorboat crashes into the landing that's running perpendicular to the entry ramp and it flies through the air. Boom. And crashes onto the ghost. And so the ghost is like stuck halfway through the bottom of the motorboat and like his arms are trapped in his side and he's all, Oh, so yeah. So <laughs> I guess it worked, but not as yeah, big. they caught him somehow. Yeah. So <laughs> And so Fred's like, now we'll see if Ebenezer Shark is behind all this. And he removes the ghost's diving helmet. But it's not Ebenezer Shark. In fact, it's someone who looks really unfamiliar. Yeah, I don't recognize that dude at all. Yeah. And then Shaggy grabs some seaweed and he makes a beard. And they all recognize him as Captain Cutler from the portrait in the lighthouse. Oh. Even Fred and Daphne, even though they didn't see the portrait in the lighthouse. But, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. So it's Captain Cutler. Mm, mm, mm. So the ghost of Captain Cutler is actually Captain Cutler. Yeah, but surprising. Not a, but not a ghost. He's alive. Not, not dead, though. Yeah, he's alive. Oh, okay. So back at the malt shop, Fred is reading the newspaper aloud again, and he says, Teenage sleuth solve boat hijacking mystery. Captain Cutler and his wife taken into custody by the sheriff. <gasps> and Velma relates how they concocted the story of Captain Cutler's wreck. And it seems like the ghost part was just serendipity because while storing the scuba tanks, Cutler's diving suit got covered in that glowing seaweed. And so everyone who saw him just started seeing a glowing ghost. And that closes the mystery, which also explains why the wife was so happy to be like, oh, yeah, I raised him from the dead. (laughs) He's a ghost because like they were trying to sell that ghost story real Uh, hard. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and so Ebenezer Shark was just like some, he's just some old hermit dude who like all believes in ghosts and is like, hey, I saw a ghost. He's yep. totally innocent. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And meanwhile, Scooby has managed to drink everyone else's beverages through a straw because he has one straw and somehow he's drinking them from under the table. We don't even know. And yeah. While like- Fred, while Fred's reading the paper, Scooby is trying to be sneaking. He makes like a, like a straw bridge from his glass in the Shaggy's glass. But then Shaggy's like, mm, and like pulls out a pair of scissors from somewhere and like sniffs it. But then somehow Scooby drinks everybody's beverage just through his own straw. Yeah. And Daphne's like, how'd Scooby do that? And Fred's like, 
I guess that's another mystery. And Scooby chuckles and winks at the camera. Yep. And it's over. And then we get the end credit sequence, which is the same as the opening credit sequence, except for the actual credits over the yeah. stuff. So same thing, just with words over the top. So also, while Scooby is like drinking everybody's soda, there's another story in the paper with a headline that reads, this is weird. Milk, butter, sugar, cheese, bully boy, and jungle gym all indicted on parking meter violation. City council says poppycock. <laughs> okay. They just had some random things. They had some random words, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess they're just like, okay, we'll just stick this in there. So Either cool. that or it's the so. weirdest heist crew you've ever seen. Yeah. There's some text above milk, butter, sugar, and cheese, too, but I couldn't make it out because it's off screen. So, I'm not sure. Maybe the list is even longer oh. of people who like are in, <laughs> yeah. But apparently, milk, butter, sugar, cheese, all indicted. Boy and jungle gym are all hanging out and parking legally. But the city council thinks that's poppycock. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. And I guess that would be like on the front page because the way Fred told in the paper, that would be the front page of the paper. So front page news. Yeah, it must be a big story. Yeah. So know. the gang didn't even make the front page. They're like, like page three at best. So. Yeah. Wow. They uncovered a yacht heist and yeah. yacht stealing. Well, I mean, you know, it's the, the sheriff story. industrial complex is trying to downplay it because like they couldn't figure it out. So. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. That's Scooby-Doo. Where are you, episode three? Yep, that's a clue for Scooby-Doo. He found a clue. He found two clues because he found the seaweed <laughs> and he found the scuba tanks. So True, yeah. he did, yeah. Yeah. I thought at one point in my notes I said something about the seaweed being the titular clue, but apparently I deleted that. So, Or I just didn't read it and oh. skipped over it. Who knows? <laughs> you never know with me. Yeah. Well, a lot of times like I think things and then I don't write them down and i'm like oh wait i should have written that down yeah so be sure and join us next week um i actually don't know the production schedule of this i forget what these are coming out so it's either next week or sooner than next week <laughs> where we're gonna watch episode four mind your own business so woo! <laughs> yeah and apparently that's in the credits too so i don't even know why i said it but that's anyway. okay Gotta transition somehow. It's those transitions, man. They're killer. I Want to Rewatch is hosted by Tori and Nick and recorded at Black Cat Studios. Episode production, design, and editing is by Lazy and Productions. Our music is Dark Science by David Hillowitz, and The Truth is What We Make of It by The Agrarians. Our premium feed is where you can find all of our X-Files adjacent bonus episodes covering television and films that are, you guessed it, X-Files adjacent. If you like these bonus episodes, tell a friend about our Patreon page. We'd love to have them join us. Speaking of which, be sure to join us next time as we rewatch episode four of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Mind your own business. And try to figure out if, if the, the truth, truth is, is still out there. there.
but Velma says their next step is to is to be the ghost. <laughs> they have to turn into ghosts to find the ghosts. <laughs> Get into the yeah. ghost's head. If you want to, if you want to find the ghost, you got to think like a ghost. The best way to think like ghosts is to be a ghost. No, so Velma <laughs> says their next the step. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! All right, sorry. 